There's only one authority on the Tennessee Titans, and that's the Tennessean. And there's only one show that's an authority, too, and you've found it. This is Talkin' Titans. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Talkin' Titans. Post-game edition from week two, the Titans get a 33-30 to win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Had them all the way, huh, Eric? <laughs> it was listen gentry it was you know it was back and forth touch and go there for a little while uh I, I think there's a lot to like and also a lot not to like from this type of game i think you know we all thought uh, the week one game for the jaguars was kind of fluky you know they were able to get past the colts i think that surprised a lot of people i thought uh, i think we all kind of thought that the titans would have an easier time offensively they they really got the job done even though the Jaguars did well to sort of limit Derrick Henry but defensively Gentry you know a lot of a lot of things to be concerned about on that side of the ball I think yeah and you know I think when you look at what the Colts did against the Vikings today um you know maybe yeah, Gardner is pretty good right maybe maybe the Jaguars are a lot better than than what we expected they would be. I think we should probably say that from the start. But this is two games in a row where the Titans had a lead in the fourth quarter, were not able to hold it. And I, I think you can say now that the defense has regressed from a lot of what we saw last season. You know, this has been a weird two weeks because I think if you're looking for reasons to be confident about the Titans, you'll find some. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for reasons to be concerned, they're, they're, they're certainly there too. And, and I think the defense – to me, would be would be top of the list. I think right now this is a team that is flawed, but they're covered by a great running back and an underrated quarterback. Mm-hmm. I agree. Listen, you can't have James Robinson, undrafted rookie, ran for 102 yards on 16 carries, like six point something yards per carry. That that really can't happen. You know, so I, I think there's there's reason to be concerned there. I will say again, the silver lining that I brought up last week after the game was that, you know, you have a couple of starters that, or I guess potential starters that are injured that aren't playing right now. Obviously, Odori Jackson is a starter. Vic Beasley, um, you know, would, would get uh, a good amount of work uh, whenever he's healthy. You know, throw him into that mix with that outside linebacking core. So, you know, those are two reasons you know, to be optimistic of what's to come, you know, but I think if, if these first two weeks have done anything, it's kind of revealed what, what you just said. And that's that, you know, the pieces that the Titans lost from last year's defense, you know, were really important in, in sort of just making this defense flow. Yeah. And I think that that certainly is a concern. You know, obviously we talked a lot about the kicker last week, Goskowski yep. clearly made up for it this week, another game winning kick, but he did miss an extra point. He did. <laughs> And it could have been it could have been costly, so everything wasn't perfect there. And really, you know, Derrick Henry didn't really get going today. I think a lot of that had to do with Jacksonville. You know, I think given what's happened the last couple of years in that stadium, I think Jacksonville came in today and said, we're not letting number 22 beat us. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think, you know, I think it's a testament to the Titans offense because it always hasn't been this way. If you took away, you know, one part of their offense, you know, a lot of times in the past before Tannehill showed up, that meant that the offense as a whole would totally falter. Uh, that's not the case right now. You've got a, a two-dimensional offense where if they take away one element, you're able to capitalize elsewhere. And, you know, to Tannehill and the passing offense credit, you know, they did exactly that. Uh, you have to be encouraged by what you've seen early on from Johnu Smith. 
you know, I think he was on a lot of local people's radar as, as this fantasy football type sleeper. You know, I, I think nationally now people are, are beginning to notice the type of impact he can have. Corey Davis was, you know, impactful again, had another uh, touchdown catch. And, and, you know, Tannehill was able to do all of this, uh, 18 of 24 passing, 240 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions, without his top target in A.J. Brown. So uh, I, I think offensively, to me, you know, Henry hasn't had, you know, a signature game yet. But I, I think I would only be encouraged by what's going on so far offensively. Tannehill's been good. And, and I think this – you know, he was such a question going into the season, like, can he continue to do what, you know, he did last year? And I think the answer is yes. He's done what he did last year through these couple of games. He's been very poised. He's been very accurate. Yep. He's been good, good under pressure. Four touchdowns. I mean, he, he, he won him the game today. I, I will say, though, last week's game and this week's game were similar to me in that had things fallen right, either in special teams or today the defense – that's a game the Titans should have won easier than they did. Sure. Uh, they outplayed each of these two teams. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, that, that's the kind of situation where, yeah, it's, it's if you lose, it's more painful. And they did experience that last year sometimes. But, um, you know, I don't think we've seen a complete game by any stretch. For this no, I, I definitely agree. And, and honestly, the way the game started with – you know, two touchdown passes to Janu in the first, what was it, like 10 minutes. I, I thought they were going to run away with it. I thought we could have our all of our stuff written gentry by halftime, the way things were going. Obviously, it didn't play out that way. I, I also do think it goes back to another point that we brought up last week, which was this is, you know, the type of game that early last season I could see the Titans finding a way to lose. And, and again, they did find a way to win, I think, Credit to them, you know, no game in the NFL is ever a gimme. I, I think that the Jaguars proved that last week by beating the Colts. But, you know, there is a lot to clean up, and I think a lot of that comes on the defensive side. Yeah, I mean, we, we it would for the Jaguars, they're probably going to view this as a moral victory. And if you saw the comments from their guys after the game, I, I think they kind of – that is kind of how they're – that is being portrayed – but there was no fluke. They had 480 yards of offense. Minshew threw for 300 yards. They had a 100-yard running back. I Maybe the Jaguars are better than we think, but again, I, I think for the Titans, there's if, if the Jags can do that, you know, what are the Chiefs and the Ravens going to be? You know, I, I think we need to, as, as I've said before, I think we need to take that viewpoint with the Titans right now. It's a compliment to them that we do. Uh, but you look around the NFL this week, a lot of key injuries to key guys. That's number one. Number two, some teams that you wouldn't have expected are struggling. So I, I think it's a weird season. It's playing out as a weird season. So for the Titans to be sitting here at 2-0, and it's important. It matters, and, and they're, they're in good shape, I think, um, you know, a lot more so than they were to start last season. I, I agree, and I think, Gentry, we're, we're about to learn a lot more about them when you, when you look at the schedule going forward with the Vikings, the Steelers, the Bills, the Texans. Those aren't, you know, th th I think the level of competition takes a significant step forward from this week and last week, uh, you know, in the weeks ahead. So I think we're going we're gonna to learn a lot about this Titans team next week and uh, beyond. Yep, I agree. All right, well, that'll do it for um, – I'm Gentry Estes, by the way, the Tennessean sports columnist. I think we didn't do our little introductions to start with. If you're still listening to us, you probably do already know that. I would have to think. But I've been joined by uh, Titans beat writer Eric Bacharach. And um, thank you for listening, and we'll, uh, we'll catch you next time. Talkin' Titans hosts each Thursday at Tennessean.com. You can also subscribe to Talkin' Titans for free on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. I'm Sean King. Talkin' Titans is a production of the Tennessean.